What is up? What is happening? How are all the things? You are rocking with Cheryl and Natty on the Shades of Strong podcast, where we are doing our part to dismantle the myths and the stereotypes of the strong Black woman by creating safe and sacred spaces for Black women to uncape, unmask, and unhide so that they can be whatever shade of strong that feels right for them. And today we are back with day 27 of our Uncaping, Unmasking, and Unhiding series, where we are continuing. Well, actually, we are wrapping up our conversation Mm -hmm. on Mary Jane Paul. Y'all, we have peeled back. Oh my gosh. Natty, we have peeled back a lot of layers. (laughs) Yeah, we (laughs) really have. Mary Jane, I mean. It's kind of wild. It is wild. And it's been it's been a little heavy. It's it's been kind of heavy. It's been a little heavy. Yes, indeed. So yeah. But you know what? I like heavy, so it's it's, it's all good. (laughs) Yeah, because I feel like when you get into the heaviness of it, that's when the healing starts to mm-hmm. happen so yeah it's been heavy but it's been good it's been heavy but good so yeah it has so yeah like i was saying we were, we peeled back a lot of layers with mary jane and if you have found yourself in mary jane like if you have been listening and you have jokingly said oh my gosh i feel seen or oh my gosh i feel attacked you know how y'all do on social media when y'all be right right, right. on those those posts so if you have jokingly said that or, you know, you said it and, and you really meant it, you need to be an our sister circle of healing. Right, because, right. Because here's the deal. You do not have to suffer in silence. You don't have to continue to ignore the thing that's keeping you from experiencing the life that you've been dreaming about. Like We all want to be in a space where we feel free, where we feel love, joy, peace, and happiness. Mm-hmm. The thing that keeps us from that is inner turmoil. That inner turmoil is often associated with unhealed places in us. Again, if you felt like, you know, I feel seen or why y'all all up in my business like that, if you relate to the characteristics and the behaviors that we've been talking about with Mary Jane or any other characters, we would love to see you in the Sister Circle of Healing. We'll leave the link, the link to the Sister Circle in the show notes of this episode because at the end of the day, girl, free yourself. Free yourself mm. from the burden of feeling like you got to fake it till you make it because you don't have to do that. You do not have to do life that way. So yeah, totally check out the link in the show notes of this episode and hopefully we'll see your face in the place. All right, right. let's get into it, Nat. Day 27. All right, so in day 25, I jokingly said that Mary Jane has mama trauma. But y'all, on a serious mm-hmm. note, Mary Jane really does have mama trauma. <laughs> Like she does. Let's just keep it 100. She has mama trauma. She's like (laughs) jokingly, but actually it's not a joke. Yeah, but actually it's not a joke. Mary Jane has, you guys have probably heard heard this, but she has what they often call the mother wound or the mother to daughter wound. And that is caused by air quotes under mothering. And that's what we are going to be talking about in today's episode. We talked about the mother wound in an earlier episode of this season. It was this season. Sometimes I feel like you, Natty, what is time? But anyway, I think it was this season where Natty and I briefly talked about the mother-daughter wound, but we just feel like let's apply this to Mary Jane's life because she definitely has a mother wound. Right. Basically, what the mother wound is, is when a mother is not able to, or she did not meet the emotional needs of her child or her children, and that child grew up 
with emotional trauma as a result of it. The mother's emotional needs often take center stage and she she doesn't concern herself with or even if she concerns herself she takes little concern about what the child needs so the child ultimately grows up with their needs and their desires revolving around the mothers because the mother has taught that that child that what i need is more important than what you need so that's what we're talking about when we say the mother wound or the mother to daughter wound and of course like everything we've talked about during the series the mother wound is going to look differently for all of us. But if you are in a space and you feel like you are constantly having to walk on eggshells around your mom, try not to upset her. If you obsess over getting her approval or thinking she may not approve of a thing that you're doing or maybe a person that you're dating or a job you're considering, if you obsess about being accepted by her, if she criticizes everything you do and those mm-hmm. things are constantly rest if you know without doubt that she has not been physically or emotionally present and that has caused you some type of discontent and even if the very thought of you being in your mother's presence causes you some anxiety you may have a mother wound so we're going to talk about that today and we're going to kind of apply it to mary jane's life and of course we'll talk about how it might look in your life as well so in yesterday's net in yesterday's episode natty mentioned how the verbal abuse the passive aggressiveness the snide remarks all the unhealthy behaviors that mary jane experienced from her mom natty mentioned how all of those things feed into mary jane's need to be perfect and so that's also a sign that mary jane mary jane mary jane <laughs> Mary Jane has a mother wound because let's be honest. Oh yeah, definitely. Here's the deal. If someone is emotionally abusing you, it's virtually impossible to have a healthy relationship with someone like that, whether that abuse is physically, mentally, or emotionally. Because like Natty said, and although you may be reluctant to admit it, you can Mm -hmm. feel, because I think you said Natty that that somewhere in Mary Jane's body that she could feel the aggression, the resentment, all that stuff mm-hmm. coming coming from her from her mom, and all of that stuff is the driving force behind the abuse. And again, I know we're reluctant to say we're being abused by our parent, by anyone, honestly, but especially mm-hmm. our parent because she's mom, and her role right. in her child's life is to nurture, protect, and love, and to love unconditionally. So, in essence, she's supposed to be the child's safety. Mm-hmm. But if she's not doing that, the child is being emotionally neglected, neglected, and neglect constitutes abuse. Mm-hmm. Just think mm-hmm. about when you see these these reports on the news. If you if you're watching the news and a child has been taken from a home, in some cases the child has been t- taken from the home because the mother is neglecting the child's physical needs, and they call that abuse in the form of, of neglect. So in that same vein, if the parent is not meeting the child's emotional needs, the child is being neglected. So that's emotional right. abuse. So yes, right. It, it is, and I, and I know, I know that that may be hard for some to hear. It may be hard for most of us to hear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But in the words of Ayala, my mentor in my head, we gotta call a thing a thing. We just do because if we don't, we will never move through the hurt, the pain, the discomfort that these inner wounds cause. And that means if we don't move through it, that we will never experience a life of love, joy, peace, happiness, freedom. And that's right. that's what we all want. Yes, that's what we all deserve. That's what we, 
Thank you, Natty. That's what we all deserve. So what's a daughter to do? If she if yeah. if, if the child who if a child finds herself in a position where she's being harmed by the person who's supposed to keep her safe, what's she to do? You know, how do we how do we respond to that? What is a daughter to do? A lot of times, and I mean, I think I'll probably just be repeating myself, but what I already said in a previous episode, but yeah, the, the only course of action it can feel like is to just try and be as perfect as possible. Mm-hmm. And that's a trap in and of itself because there is no such thing as perfection. Right. So we're just driving ourselves farther into a very deep and dark hole because we don't know of any other way to respond. And it's also extremely difficult because like you said, it's, it's, it's hard for us to hear. And I think part of the reason it's hard for us to hear is because if we really, really think about it, the truth of the matter is it's most likely that our parents aren't the ones that are emotionally neglecting us. They don't know that they're doing anything wrong. They're thinking, hey, I'm doing everything I can to keep a roof over our heads. That that shows that I love you, you know. I'm I'm working and I'm making sure you do all of the all of the things that society deems proper, you know, you go to bed at a certain time, mm-hmm. you eat your vegetables, you show up for school every day, all the things that we do to make sure that we're deemed proper or acceptable in this society. I'm doing all that stuff. That means I love you. Heck, I might even say I love you every now and then. That means I love you. They don't know. I don't think our moms definitely knew. Right. Definitely. There was anything wrong with what they were doing. Right. Because we ourselves in some form or another probably became our moms because Mm -hmm. we also admired them. I've always admired my mom for her strength. Well, there's that word again, strength. I always admired it. Uh, and it never dawned on me how depressed she was. It never dawned on me how much anxiety or loneliness she was dealing with. None of that stuff ever dawned on me because all I saw was this air quote strong woman and very, very stoic too. My mom didn't show emotion. Like she didn't just get angry and blow up and she didn't do that. I mean, if she ever did that, it was weird because that was not her normal thing. Right. She would be. You know, she could laugh at funny things and she could lose herself laughing. And that was that was always a joy to watch and hear. And if she wasn't doing that, she was pretty much poker face most of the time. It was a very soft poker face and a warm poker face, but it was still a poker face, if I'm being honest. So she didn't know. Like there was so much of there was probably so much baggage that she probably never unpacked from her own life. How on earth was she gonna be there for me? You know, like, wow. It's like, girl, you're, you're, you've been cooking since you were six years old. You can take care of yourself and just know if anything, you know, if anything pops off, I'm here. And so we'll, you know, we'll, I'll protect you. But other than that, yeah, like we've got heat, we've got air, we've got, you know, running water, like you're fine. And so we kind of become our moms in one way or another. And I'm, I'm just beginning to unravel all of that for myself and think about how I myself have not been there emotionally for my own kids and I'm trying I'm I'm putting very much needed work in now to try to to do what I can to be there for each of my younger kids in the way that they need mm-hmm. instead of the way that I think they need because that's part of it too you can try and do all the so-called right things and you can even try and be there for your kids you know air quotes be there but if you're not being there in the way that they need 
right. then that's not it doesn't really matter right. <laughs> and you can't you can't you, you can't throw that in their face later like all the things i did to be there for you it's like yeah but i actually needed this from you you never gave it to me you know exactly. so i'm trying to do that i'm trying to do that work and and i think i think i'm seeing the fruit of it and i'm really excited about that but also it makes me sad because it makes me it just makes me sad for my mom like she she really did do everything she could to be there for me in the ways that she thought she needed to be there for me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't always necessarily the ways that I needed her to be there for me. And I know that that just means no one was ever there for her. And it's, it's heartbreaking. So yeah, it's hard for us to hear that our parents were emotionally neglectful. I'm at a place now where I can, I can see all of that through a very, very potent lens of compassion because good God, the ways that they themselves were neglected, I don't even want to think about. Right. So at least here we are now hearing the hard stuff, you know, swallowing the hard pills and doing something about it. And that just goes back to what we've been talking about with these other characters that we, that we unpeeled the layers on is that all of this stuff is generational. And this right. whole, this whole mother room, that stuff came from patriarchy. Yes, it did. It did because we live in a male-dominated culture where women are conditioned to believe that they are less than and mm-hmm. they, that they are not worthy. And so all of that stuff gets internalized. And what do they do with it? They pass it down to their daughters. And then we in turn pass it down to our daughters. Mm-hmm. Because right. back in the day, during our generation, when our parents were parenting us as children, a woman's place was to be in the be in the house and to take care of her husband and her children. She did the cleaning, the laundry, the cooking, all the things. Mm-hmm. And so often her needs were took the back burner. And so right. she gave up, kind of like Mary Jane's mom, what she wanted. She gave up her dreams mm-hmm. to take care of her family. She was a primary caretaker. She was constantly serving other people. And so she felt like, oh, I don't deserve, air quotes, the good thing. And so all of that Mm -hmm. stuff is passed down from generation to generation. So we have to, we have to give our parents grace. We have to be compassionate because like we've said before, you don't know what you don't know. That's what you learned. So now you are unconsciously teaching, teaching your children the same thing. Women have mm-hmm. for, for centuries given up their dreams yeah. for, the, for the dreams and desires of other people. That has been our journey, the story of it's our life. It's been the way of life, right? Yes, <laughs> it's, it's just been, been a way of life. And all of those things cause so much depression and, and anxiety. And that's why you see so much depression among Black women, because we've mm-hmm. always done that. Our needs have always taken the back burner. And rather, rather than us dealing with the emotions that come up, from our needs and from our from us feeling unfulfilled, we bottle all that stuff up, and then it manifests yep. itself in depression and anxiety and, and anxiety, you know, and just overall emotional pain. And so, the purpose of doing this series is so that Black women can get to a space where we are going to do life differently. And it doesn't matter what people think about us doing it differently. We're going to do it differently because we deserve, right. period. Yeah, we, yeah, we deserve, deserve to do it differently. We deserve to do it differently. So, yeah, I'd be going off on a tangent sometime, but girl, yeah, we yeah, deserve but to But you're do right. We deserve, we deserve to not have to continue feeling like 
it's a necessity for us to wear mm-hmm. these different capes and masks, Absolutely. which is Absolutely. what we do when, like you said, we can't deal with our emotions mm-hmm. or the effects of what's going on in our lives, always putting ourselves last, always putting our needs at the bottom of the pile and never actually getting to the bottom of the pile. You keep saying, um, putting the stuff on the back burner. And I love that analogy. I feel like it's an analogy that we've heard since we were kids. Mm-hmm. In my head, I imagine it. And it's just because I do stuff like this. Like physically, I do stuff like this. Oh, I'll just put a bunch of things in a box mm-hmm. to get to them later. <laughs> right. And a lot of times I'll pick stuff up out of the box to deal with it. And very rarely uh, do I ever get to the actual bottom of the box. So it takes something like moving to a new house to yeah, actually purge yeah. and go through and be like, oh, that's what, oh, that's that exactly. thing. I forgot where it was, or I lost that, or oh my gosh, exactly. I never did open this. You know, it's ridiculous. And that's like, that's what we do to our needs. We put our needs in a box and we pile a bunch of other things, other people's needs, other people's stuff, other people's expectations on top yeah. of that stuff in that same yeah. box. And Come we deal with that. little things here and there Come and we never that. even get to the bottom of the damn box. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Nadia and I are here to tell you it's time to move to a new house. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, yeah. You can start unpacking all yes. the stuff. You can start unpacking their stuff first and put it on the floor somewhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they can and see it and they can so pick they up and deal with it. it and they totally. can take care yeah. of it. And now you unpack yours. It's time to move, y'all. Yeah. Come on, Daddy. Yeah. Girl, you did that. Those things I say you. <laughs> oh, thank you. I do try here and there from time to time. <laughs> All right. So how does this wound show up in Mary Jane's life? And how might it be showing up in yours? Here's the thing that came to mind when I asked myself this question. Mary Jane has a high tolerance for being mistreated or she has a high tolerance for poor treatment from other people. And that in and of itself is a wound that she learned in childhood because if her mom wasn't wasn't available for her, she was gonna go to her mom and say, "Mom, I don't like the way you're treating treating me." Especially if she grew mm-hmm. now, if she grew up in our generation, ain't no way she was saying that to her mom. Oh, no. That's that's not that's a non-starter. Absolutely, right no. baby, non-negotiable. You will not be saying that to your mom now. She, mm-hmm. I am so I see my children doing life differently because I I too did what my mom did until you know I learned better, but. I can see my children now doing life differently. Like their their children have permission to say, I don't like the way you're talking to me or mom, you didn't have to yell when you said this. And I love to see them doing that because Adorning yourself with the proverbial mask and cape didn't miraculously happen the moment you became an adult. More likely than not, there's a history of trauma dating back to childhood that left you feeling rejected, abandoned, betrayed, and angry. Those emotions don't automatically resolve themselves. As a little black girl, the thing you needed the most was to be seen, heard, nurtured, protected, and loved without condition. When those needs aren't met, you don't get the skills needed to do life as the real you from an emotionally healthy place. If you find yourself in this episode and are ready to start your journey to healing, please consider joining us in the Sister Circle of Healing, a 12-week virtual experience for Black women to gather in a safe and sacred space for healing, connection, and transformation. Join us now at shadesofstrong.com forward slash SOS circle.
permission to say a thing, especially if that thing is causing them discomfort or unrest or causing them to become emotional for whatever reason. They need to be able to say that. And that way they don't learn that I have to keep this stuff bottled up. So, yeah. Mary Jane had a high tolerance for, um, for being treated poorly by other people. She also didn't, where she was taking care of, taking care of herself physically, she was not taking care of her um, mental and, and emotional health because, and that led her, like I just said, into number one, avoidant because she wasn't, she, she refused to deal with the underlying issue. It eventually led her into depression and then addiction. There were, there were, I remember one episode where Mary Jane was so overwhelmed with the life to she had actually started wetting the bed as an adult. She had actually started wetting the bed and that was, that was her, her body trying to deal with the depression and the anxiety and all the unhealed places in her, her body's trying to deal with that. You know, there has to be an outlet somewhere. (laughs) And so here we are. That was her outlet. That was her body signaling her that something is wrong. And whatever that something is, we need we need to deal with it. And so eventually she did go, go to therapy. So if you find yourself in a space where your body is starting to do things that it doesn't normally do, and there is no physical condition causing that, ergo mental and emotional, <laughs> you know, yeah. that, that's probably, it's probably a result of something that you are refusing to deal with, something that you don't want to tackle right now. So pay attention to that. She also, Mary Jane, another way the mother wound showed, showed up with her is that Mary Jane was very competitive. Like she, she wanted it all. And this, the competition comes from, comes from trying to be, trying to prove that you're worthy of a thing, trying to prove that you have value. What you bring to the table has value. So she was always competing with other people around her. And then of course there's the perfectionism. <laughs> <laughs> there is whatever she's competing for and when she presents it it has to be perfect because she's got to live up to the standards that others have set for her and then i think she also suffered with the whole i gotta be a good girl we talked about that a little bit and that when she's yeah. not a good girl then that often brings about brings about shame because like she said in that episode she was like i did everything right and what do i get being the good girl so you can hear the underlying shame in that like why was i why was i not good enough to be to be chosen by this person or accepted by this person so there's some shame that comes with that and then we're always comparing ourselves with others and this is the one that natty talks about when we feel like we have to shrink ourselves to be accepted and be loved. And we saw that in Mary Jane, whenever she was in the presence of her mom, Mary Jane was never fully herself in the presence of her mom until she found out that her mom, you know, had cheated on her dad several years ago. Then it was just like, everything went out the window. Let me tell you what I feel. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, so those are some things that I think will help you to realize that you may possibly be living with a mother wound, especially if your mother is contributing to some of these factors. And then there's, there's even a thing where you may be feeling guilty because you want more. Because here Mary Jane is, she, she like she wanted this, air quotes, perfect life. You know, she wanted the perfect career, the perfect husband, or, you know, she wanted children. You know, she wanted the whole 
house with the white picket fence and two and a half children. Right, right. What was I saying with that? Oh, guilty. Guilty for for wanting more. And so I feel like maybe she felt guilty because like you said in, a, in um yesterday's episode, I believe Natty, her mom wasn't able to get those things. And so mm-hmm. Mary Jane probably felt guilty because here I am doing the thing and living a life that I've been dreaming of. And yeah, so my mom yeah, wasn't able yeah. to do that. So she's feeling guilty because I'm doing it and my mom wasn't able to do it. So again, she's trying to rescue her mom from these these feelings of inadequacy. Right, right. That need to, to okay, I'm already, yes, I'm achieving the thing. I'm going to like go double hard and achieve twice the amount of things. Exactly. Because that'll make up for all the things that you missed out on probably because you had me or whatever it is, whatever the story is in her head. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's a huge part of it too. And then you'll also accept me then because look at how much I was able to do. See how perfect I was mom. Yeah, exactly. So all those things I think are related to the mother daughter wound because we're constantly trying to live up to the expectations and the standards of our mother because she, she unconsciously, told us that you're not good enough just as you are. You're not good enough just because you were born. You're not good enough just because you're existing. You need to do a thing or you need to do these things to be good enough. And so we're constantly trying to prove our love, our value, and our worth to her. That is it. So yeah, of course we're of course we can't cover all all of the mother womb in this short episode, in this episode that's supposed to be short. But we're definitely going to die dive deeper into that's what the, the sister circles for yeah that's what the thank you natty that's what the, <laughs> what the sister circle is for so we'll go deeper into that but as i said as i said earlier when we first came on i know that most of us are reluctant to admit that there's a possibility that we're living with a mother wound but it's important to remember it. and like i said i know you don't want to accept it because nobody wants to accept the fact that my mother has caused me undue stress or emotional pain. But the important thing to remember is when you are looking at this and you find yourself in it, is that healing is not about pointing blame. We've said that a number of times. It's not placing blame on our mothers for not knowing what they didn't know. They didn't know what they didn't know. It's it's not about you becoming the victim. It's about examining the relationship that you have with your mother solely for the purpose of creating change in your life. It's about you examining that relationship so that you can do life differently. And when you do life differently, you give your daughter permission to do life differently. It's about you unlearning the behaviors and beliefs that have you questioning how amazing you are (laughs) because you are Mm -hmm. amazing. You are amazing. And it's about taking on new, replacing those beliefs with beliefs that support who you are and who you were created to be. It's ultimately about taking responsibility for your path, for your journey, and not letting others dictate how how you are going to do life. That's it. What you got, Nat? No, no, I just, I just, Peter, what you said, that is it. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. That's it. it, And that's all. That's what healing is about. It's not about, I don't even think, Healing is about revisiting the past. I think it's about releasing the past. And that's where we need to keep our focus. Don't think about, oh, I got to go back and dig up all these things. Like Natty was saying, go pick up my stuff out of the box. It's about taking your stuff out of the box. 
so that you can get the freedom that you right right because the gag is the box is not going anywhere until you do this exactly it's not even nowhere Shirley is absolutely right it has nothing to do with revisiting or Mm -hmm. rehashing anything it's about actually getting to the bottom of things clearing Mm -hmm. things out so that you can have a cleaner neater space you can Mm -hmm. have more space to refill with things that you actually want to be there Exactly. So that you can experience a life of your desires, not the desires of others. That's it and that's all. So yeah, reflection. What is, if you have seen yourself in this episode and you think you may have a mother wound, the question I want you to ask yourself today is, what is this wound costing you? What is it costing your children? What is it costing your staff? Think on that because it's costing you something. It's costing you something. Remember that man in Martin? <laughs> <laughs> the plumber and Martin, Martin and Martin was Which asking how, was how much this is the plumbing job was going to cost. He said, "It may cost you a little, it may cost you a lot, <laughs> but it will cost you." <laughs> so this is it the same cost thing. It will cost you. So with this wound, it may be costing you a little. It may be costing you a lot, but it is costing you something. It may be costing you peace. It may be costing you relationship with your children. So what is it costing you? What is it costing you, your children and your spouse? All right. That's the reflection. All right. So we're going to get out of here. This is day 27. We will be back tomorrow with day 28, y'all. What? Day 28. So yeah. Again, the link for the Sister Circle will be in the show notes of this episode. The link for the Facebook community will also be in the show notes of this episode if you need us if you need any type of support if you have any questions about the sister circle you can reach out to us on social media we are shades of strong across all platforms all right we out of here y'all say goodbye Natty. goodbye Natty. <laughs> <laughs>